Hello and thank you for joining the Redeeming Love Bible broadcast emanating from the little city of King, North Carolina. My name is Phil Duddy and I'm an evangelist with Grace Baptist Tabernacle and I'm glad to have you with me on the program today. Redeeming the Lost at iCloud.com if you want to get in touch with us. We would absolutely love to hear from you here at the program. Just let us know who you are and where in the world you are and what the Lord is doing in your life. On uh, today's podcast, I would uh, like to go back and I would like to build on what we started in the last podcast. And uh, we were talking about how uh, through the uh, whole coronavirus thing that the Lord is really moving to shake things up. He's moving to shake things up in America and in uh, quite a few of the nations all around the world. And um, he's, he doesn't just shake just to shake things up. Um, I want to make that absolutely clear because that's absolutely critical that the Lord doesn't uh, do all of this uh, without a purpose behind it. And uh, we were talking about on the last program that that uh, really uh, the Lord is sort of overturning us um, as a country socially and economically and um, in a way spiritually uh, to sort of shake us up from, um, and sort of wake us up rather from uh, the worship of idols. And um, idolatry, it's, uh, it's a very, very common sin in America. Uh, like we've said before, um, I haven't met too many uh, worshipers of Zeus and uh, Odin and Thor, uh, but um, uh, there, there's, a, there's a lot of um, idolatry that's very, very common. And today we're going to dig into that and sort of see what one flavor of that idolatry looks like today in the here and now in 2020. And um, as we do dig into that, I want to say um, up front that there is a fundamental difference between knowing a Jesus and knowing the Jesus. There's a, there's a fundamental difference between knowing a Jesus and knowing the Jesus. And uh, there's a real difference between worshiping a Jesus and worshiping the Jesus. And I want to turn into the Word of God today. We are still going to be in the Gospel of John, except we are going to be in chapter 8 today. So if you've got a Bible handy, now feel free to turn with me over to the Gospel of John chapter 8. And the Word of God says this. We're just going to look at one verse, and that is John eight fifty eight. Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, before Abraham was, I am. Before Abraham was, I am. And this is an absolutely packed statement from the Lord Jesus Christ. And um, we had talked on the last program about idolatry, and we opened up this program talking about idolatry. And um, I really want to um, go forward on this program and on the next program at least, with um, showing us who Jesus is. So I said there's a difference between knowing a Jesus and knowing the Jesus. Well, who is the Jesus? And in John 8, 58, uh, we've got the Jesus saying something about himself. And now it's very critical to understand who he's talking to here. And if you go back and you read all of John chapter 8, uh, you will find Jesus interacting with um, with scribes and with Pharisees, and sometimes it just says the Jews. And so he's talking to people who are Jewish. He's talking to um, uh, people who, um, in some cases in John 8, he's talking to um, religious leaders who are Jewish. He's talking to spiritual leaders. He's talking to social leaders. He's talking to people on the street. 
And uh, you've got a lot of people who are really questioning Jesus, and you've got people who are trying to trap Jesus in what he says. And um, uh, right around the middle of John chapter 8, you've got people who are believing on Jesus. So, um, so the, the whole dynamic is that he's talking to people, and people are responding to the Lord. Uh, in some cases, they are responding in belief, hallelujah and amen. And in some cases, they are responding in unbelief. But you've got people who are responding to the Lord. And uh, we're starting sort of at the end of the chapter here. But uh, this is one of the most profound statements that Jesus has to say about exactly who he is. Uh, and this is the real Jesus talking about who he really is. And, and he says, verily, verily, he sets that up um, truthfully, truthfully, I say, from a position of authority, Jesus is speaking, uh, I say unto you, before Abraham was, I am. And now what on earth does that mean? Who is Abraham and what, and what does Jesus talk about when he's talking about I am? And that's going to be uh, what we're looking at today. Now, Abraham, like I said, Jesus here in John chapter 8 is, uh, is, talking, to, um, is talking to Jewish people. And um, people would know who Abraham is. Abraham, uh, you've got to go back to the book of Genesis. Um, and Abraham is a man. And uh, one day the Lord called him out of, uh, the Lord called him out of Ur. And the Lord made a covenant with him. And long story short, um, be, from that covenant relationship came the Jewish nation. Uh, the Lord moved um, through Abraham, and Abraham's descendants became the Jewish nation. And hallelujah, if um, you know, uh, people like um, me, I'm not Jewish, uh, but I believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. I put my faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and by the grace of God, by the mercy of God, by the wisdom of God, um, we who are not Jewish are grafted in. We can also, and we do also, receive salvation from Jesus Christ, who is the Messiah of the Jewish people. But um, we uh, who are not Jewish, we would be called Gentiles uh, by the word of God. We're not Jewish. Uh, we're of other nations besides the nation of Israel. But by, again, by the mercy of God, by the grace of God, by the wisdom of God, um, God has made salvation available to those of us who are not Jewish, um, also by Jesus Christ, by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, by faith in who he is, by faith in what he has done, by faith in who he is, and by faith of his atoning death, and by faith in his resurrection on the third day. Uh, that is the gospel. Uh, the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That is the good news. Because on the cross, Jesus Christ became your sin. Jesus Christ became my sin. Jesus Christ became the sin of the world on that cross. He laid down his life. He died on the cross. And on the third day, he rose again. That, friend, is the gospel. Because Jesus Christ, who knew no sin, took sin upon himself. He became sin. He became my sin. He became your sin. He became the world's sin on that cross. And hallelujah, on the third day, he rose again. And salvation is by faith in him. And there is no other way to be saved. There is no other way to have your sins forgiven. And there is no other way to receive eternal life. And there's no other way to be made a friend of God. There's no other way to receive the Holy Spirit. There's no other way of salvation except by Jesus Christ and Christ alone. 
And that is one reason why we are talking about this topic today, because um, there is one Jesus. There are not many Jesuses. Um, uh, there's one faith. There are not many faiths. Uh, there's one baptism. There's not many baptisms. Uh, but um, but there's just a lot of confusion in in the world today at large, uh, certainly in America today. And um, if you're in another country, uh, you can get in touch with us and just let us know. Uh, but there there's just a lot of confusion today about exactly who Jesus is. And uh, there's uh, there's a Catholic Jesus. There's a Jehovah's Witnesses Jesus. Uh, there there is actually a, an Islam Jesus. And um, there there is a Jesus in the Islamic faith. Um, there, um, there, I mean, you've got the Protestants, um, you've got the Baptists, and uh, there's a distinction between the two. Baptists are not Protestants, and I know um, some people are going to stand up and cheer at that. And amen. Uh, and I know some people are going to, um, you know, you know, just sort of write in with some, um, um, hopefully not some nasty comments. But we, I mean, but that stirs things up. Um, but amen. Uh, that's the that's the time in which we live. Amen. Uh, but there, there's just a lot, seem to be a lot of confusion about who Jesus is. And uh, that's one reason we're looking here in John 8.58. So uh, that's who Abraham is. And uh, Jesus is saying, before Abraham was, I am. Before Abraham was, I am. And so Jesus here is uh, making the claim to actually predate Abraham, who, um, who lived and died several generations before these events took place. And what Jesus is saying here, he's, he's not only identifying uh, with Abraham, he's identifying with how God identified himself to a man named Moses. And you've got to go back in the book of Exodus to that. But again, Moses... A, uh, a very, very prominent figure in Jewish history and a very, very revered figure in Jewish history. It was Moses who got the law. It was Moses who got revelation from God to give to Israel about who God is and about who Israel is and about how Israel could worship God, about how God wanted Israel to worship about how Israel should worship, about how Israel should be as a nation. Uh, God revealed that to a man named Moses in a place called Mount Sinai, and Moses handed down that law to the Jewish people. That's why it's called the Law of Moses. And, and so Jesus is identifying with Abraham. Jesus is identifying with Moses. And Jesus is identifying and saying, I am. Uh, Jesus is directly identifying himself as God, as the, as the Lord, as the God who revealed himself to Moses by that very name. Jesus is saying that um, uh, he is saying that he is Lord. In very literal terms, Jesus is saying that he is God. Uh, he is not a creation of God, uh, but he is God the creator, God the creator himself. Um, he is not... Um, uh, just somebody who learned the law really well and somebody who is observing the law and somebody who is teaching the law um, to the Jewish people in this time. But he's the one who actually gave the law. And he is the one who is actually the fulfillment of the law. He is the one who Moses wrote about. He is the one who Moses pointed the people to. Um, he is the one who was there 
with Adam and Eve after they sinned, after he created the world, after sin came into the world, uh, Jesus is the one who was there with them. Uh, Jesus is is talked about in Genesis 3.15. Uh, Jesus is talked about as as the one who would um, who would receive a wound from the serpent, but the one who would crush the serpent's head. Uh, so Jesus is he is more than a man, even though there's a, there's a, there's a real miracle and the real mystery of, of the Lord being of the Word made flesh, of Jesus who is the Lord Himself taking on flesh and walking among us. He is uh, he was born of a virgin. Uh, he was born through the action of the Holy Spirit. He is he is man and at the same time he is god he is fully human and fully divine that's what jesus is saying about himself here he's identifying himself in no uncertain terms to the jewish people as their god as god himself and he is not only the the lord of of the jewish people he is the lord of all the nations he is the king of kings he is coming again he is alive today uh, this is the jesus uh, he is not a jesus he's not he's not a created being he's not the first created being who assisted with creation um, he is not uh, he is not the brother of satan um, he is not merely a prophet um, he is not merely a teacher. Uh, he is he is the Lord. He is God. And and uh, friend, if if you don't know this Jesus, then you need to know this Jesus because um, it's it's very very possible um, to uh, pray to an idol. It's very very possible to closely follow an idol, and it's very very possible to live a good religious life according to idolatry, but friend, um, it's been well documented in the Word of God, not only in the New Testament, but all the way through the Old Testament, that an idol does not save. An idol is not, is not the same as the real Jesus. And so, like I said, there's a lot of confusion out there uh, regarding Jesus, regarding who he is, regarding what he's done, regarding uh, what he is doing, regarding what is, uh, what is going to come, what he is going to do. Uh, but friend, it's... Um, you know, it's my hope that uh, during this time in which um, economies and social structures and governments and businesses and um, you know the medical field and and all of that is uh, is just, the the landscape is just changing so much. And the irony is that it's something that we can't even see, but God is really showing us that uh, that He is God, that He is Lord, that He is the King of Kings. That the world is his and the fullness thereof is his. And um, even though we, we might have illusions of grandeur and illusions of control over the world, but it's, but it's God himself who sits on the throne. It's God himself who is king. And, and Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord and Jesus is alive today. But friend, um, but friend, I want to know, um, do you know this Jesus? Do you know the real Jesus? Do you know the Jesus who died once for all? The Jesus who was crucified once, the Jesus who died once, and the Jesus who is never going to repeat that again because he died once and he died for all. And he said, it is finished on that cross. What was finished was the work of atoning for your sin on that cross. You don't have to crucify him again and again and again and again and again um, because he was crucified once, friend. He said it is finished. 
He laid down his life, and on the third day, hallelujah, he rose up again from the dead. But I want you to know the real Jesus. I want you to know the Jesus. And uh, that's not just sort of a, that's not just like a hidden knowledge type of a thing. You know, like I'm sitting here behind a microphone in North Carolina, like I'm the only one who knows the real Jesus. But no, I want you to know the Jesus who revealed himself in the Holy Bible. I want you to know the Jesus who made himself plain, who made himself very knowable, who made himself very accessible to humanity. And, and he did that a long time ago. And under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, um, we have today a perfect word of God in, in the Holy Bible. We have the perfect Word of God in the Holy Bible, the King James Bible, the Holy Bible, and, and, it's, and it's the Word of God, and it's accessible to you today, friend. And, and that is where Jesus Christ revealed himself. And it's more than just a word. It's more than just uh, type, in, uh, type on a page. It's more than just um, you know, white paper, black ink, and red ink in some places. It's more than that. You know, the, the Bible says it's a living and active word. And the Lord really reveals a lot through it, and the Lord um, moves through it even today. And it's my hope that today you know the real Jesus, the one who is God, the one who is Lord, the, the only real Jesus, the Jesus who is the way and the truth and the life. Because, friend, there is salvation by none other. Uh, there is only salvation by Christ and Christ alone. And he's made it very, very simple. It's, uh, it's very simply by faith. It's not about what you do. It's not about what you don't do. It's not about trying to do better. It's not about trying to be sorry. It's not about beating yourself up over, um, over sin. It's not about being scared enough. It's not about being emotional enough. It's, it's not about being happy enough. It's not about doing enough. It's not about not doing enough. It's not about giving a, a, you know, all this money and stuff like that. It's not about any of that, friend. Uh, but it's about Jesus. It's about where you are uh, with Jesus. And, and Jesus Christ said, you know, it's by faith. It's by faith that you're saved. And so if you don't know him today, I want you to know that he loves you. I want you to know that Jesus Christ loves you that Jesus Christ knows you, and that Jesus Christ loves you even though that you're a sinner. You know, um, earlier in the book of John, Jesus would say to a man named Nicodemus, for God so loves the world. And uh, we've gotten into that in great deal on the podcast, and you can go back in the archives and look at that. There was a series about that. Uh, but it's absolutely true uh, that God so loves you. Uh, you're part of the world. Uh, God knows you, even though you're a sinner, and even though you might not love him today, he loves you, and he gave his life for you. That's how the Bible says, that, uh, that's like the number one way that Jesus Christ showed that he loves you, and that while you are yet in your sin, Jesus Christ went to a cross from you, went to a cross for you. Jesus Christ became your sin, and Jesus Christ died for us, even when you were in the middle of of your worst possible sin. It's absolutely true that God loves you. And if you're not saved today, if you're not born again today, um, then, friend, you need to be. Uh, because um, as real as Jesus is, heaven is real, hell is real. And Jesus Christ, um, you know, he said, you know, he's not willing that any should perish, 
but that all men should come to repentance, that everybody in the world should come to repentance. And so, friend, if you go to hell, um, it's because you push past Jesus, and it's because you push past the cross, it's because you push past the empty tomb, and you push past the people whom he has sent and given into your life to give this gospel message to you. And so if you don't know Jesus and, and the Lord's showing that to you, then friend, I just want you to cry out to him. I want you to pray. I want you to pray to the Jesus who is Lord. I want you to pray to the Jesus who is God. I want you to pray to the Jesus who went to the cross from you. I want, to, I, want, I want you to pray to the Jesus who rose again from the dead. I want you to pray to the Jesus who today is sitting at the right hand of the Father. And I want you to pray to the Jesus who is coming again. Because that's the real Jesus. And, and if you don't know him, uh, then, then friend, um, may you know him after listening to this today. Um, but I want to thank you so much for joining me here on the, Rele on the Redeeming Love Bible broadcast. Uh, that's where we will stop the message for today. And we will pick up a little bit more about this message on the next broadcast. Um, but I want to thank you so much for listening. And I hope this has been a real blessing to you. Uh, whether you are a Christian or whether uh, you're not a Christian and you're listening to this, I hope this has been a blessing to you. And uh, I want to invite you once again to get in touch with us. Um, RedeemingTheLost at iCloud.com is the best way to reach us um, here on the broadcast. Uh, we are a ministry of Grace Baptist Tabernacle, and uh, we're located um, in King, North Carolina. And um, our website uh, for our church is uh, gbtministries.com. And um, if you want to get in touch with the church, uh, you can check out our website. There's, um, uh, there are email addresses, there are phone numbers there. Uh, there are additional messages available there on our website as well. Um, especially in this time uh, with the coronavirus stuff going on, uh, we are doing live streaming on Sundays and on Wednesday nights. And um, you can look at those there, you can hear those there. And uh, they, are, are, they are archived over on YouTube as well. But I do want to thank you so much for listening here to the podcast. Um, and may the Lord richly bless you. And I look forward to talking with you again soon. On the Son of God who gave his life at the cross. It's the anchor where our hope is found. Where life abounds the cross. 